time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. Leroy with my co-host. This is Eli the Barbarian. Fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> and like I said, we're back with another episode, and this is a special episode of Comic Book Bullies because this episode we're not gonna talk about anything else. We're not gonna talk about bullshit like Red Hood number five or Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number thirteen. Ten well, years in the making. Ten years, longer than that, really. But we're just gonna say ten years in the making, even though some of us have been almost waiting pretty much our entire lives waiting for this moment. You know. Mm. But and it's finally here. We get a chance to talk about you know Infinity War, uh, and not only we get a chance to talk about Infinity War, like I said, we got a chance to wait around and let it let it breathe a little bit, let it circulate between you know social media and the internet, and we get to talk about reactions about it also. So we're gonna just deep dive into this movie. We are gonna give you non spoilers first, and then we're gonna dig deep into the spoiler section also. But before then, uh, one reason we're waiting. Uh, waiting this long because like i said a lot of us got a chance to see it but somebody didn't get a chance to see it sorry i gotta I got put you on the spot eli <laughs> yeah yeah i was uh didn't get a chance to see it till today i yeah, didn't get the how dare I, you how dare you let your life get into I know. watching a movie <laughs> <laughs> i know man i'm beating myself up about it i almost <laughs> went thursday night like there was a late show and after work i thought about going but the seats were shitty you know, <laughs> so I didn't want to go sitting like way up in the front to the left hand side, you know, gotcha. you know, get my neck cranked the whole time. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll find I'll, I'll try to go like maybe tomorrow morning or something. And I, but, you know, I just couldn't didn't get a chance to, you know, baby mama went out of town. Had I had my uh, my daughter with special needs all weekend. She can't go to the she can't go to movie theater. She freaks out at loud noises. So just wasn't able to go till till today. So it happens for six bucks though. It six happens, bucks but, 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 let's, but let's think about this. Let's think about it. Ryan Gomer saw the movie before you. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Ain't that some shit? He doesn't even shit. see movies. He doesn't even like these movies. He. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that, like I said, stuff happens. You can't get where you need to go with no problem. Got you to see it. I was gonna wait for you because honestly, I was kind of interested behind the reactions of the movies and that's this topic onto itself that we are going to address but before we get in there like i said this is the comic bullies uh none of us actually read comics this week we were bored i was bored eli had a life so we didn't do our jobs <laughs> on that shit so uh so we uh, what we can do is at least give you a brief synopsis on thanos thanos the character and who he's supposed to be and what he is and all the stuff like this so you know let me ask you this when's the first time you ever came in contact with thanos 
the man titan um, probably the silver surfer run back in the early 90s was it mm-hmm. um yep. it was the lead it was the lead up to infinity gauntlet um now my brother was re- it was because of my brother my i, I like i you know i i've told this before i stopped i kind of stopped reading Marvel comics or superhero comics in general mm-hmm. in high school because I was just kind of getting bored of the you know superheroes and I, I I discovered Dark Horse and started reading Aliens and Predator and you know Sin horror City. comics and <laughs> Sin City yes you know heavy metal you know boobies and shit you know, <laughs> cartoon boobs you know right. so so you know uh, you know X Men was baby stuff Holmes you know I, you know <laughs> but my brother he was uh he he had dyslexia and he he had a hard time trying to read, like learning how to read and comics helped him with that. So my mom would buy him a bunch of comics. So by default, I would just read whatever he was reading. And he was reading all the X-Men and all that shit. And he was reading that Silver Surfer. And, um, and I remember picking up, a, you know, an issue of Silver Surfer where, uh, yeah, Thanos was, uh, was out to, was looking for the Infinity Gems, you know. At the time, I didn't know how big it was gonna be, but I remember, I remember that. I remember the big purple guy. He looked like a big giant, you know, demon skull dude and shit. I was like, this guy looks kind of cool, and you know, and Silver Surfer. Uh, I was, you know, he's a cool character. So yeah, um, I didn't read Infinity Gauntlet at the time, not till later on, but um, but I yeah, I had no idea that that was the lead up to what we have today, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I, I was going to tell my story of what I thought about Thanos, but your story was almost the exact same. Like, it was the same way. Like, I didn't know who – I was reading Silver Surfer at the time because, like I said, it was the artist named Ron Lim. I was keeping up with him. He just had some awesome, awesome artwork, so I was just keeping up with him the entire time. And I just saw this cooling character named Thanos. I was like, okay, he's pretty cool. And then he was just – and Silver Surfer was supposed to be this, this you know, most powerful dude in, in Marvel Comics, right? Yeah. Well, this book I read, Thanos just wiped the floor with him. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything like that. I'm like, but Silver Surfer will be this guy. So if this guy can beat the hell out this guy and, you know, send him flying into, you know, Doctor Strange's mansion and he wakes up all standing, Thanos is coming. I'm like, oh, crap. And then that's when Infinity War came, uh, Infinity Gauntlet came. Sorry about that. And I was like, oh, that's what it was leading up to. So, yeah, I was reading and had no idea that's what it was leading up to the exact same way and and it's funny how you know your mom's you know bought, bought you and your, your brother comics my mom knew i was in the comics and bought me a comic one time and the comic she bought me was an avengers comic but this was the thing back then you didn't want an avengers comic. i'm like why did i why did you buy me this i didn't tell, tell my mom i was like she bought me an avengers comic this shit sucks <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just funny you know what you go from there to now but yeah this so like i said i didn't get a chance to read infinity gauntlet either i read it like much much later but around the time all my friends you know my comic book friends that did read infinity gauntlet was like thanos is nuts thanos is insane you got to read this thanos is killing everybody you know and I, and I wanted to read it but you know i didn't get didn't get a chance to so but yeah it's just funny that you know 20 years later or 30 years later whenever that book came out you know now the entire world is seeing what we knew you know 20 30 years ago yeah you know it's it's funny to me that all these comic book movies are just popular like that because i my mom called me this morning and she asked me do i want to go to the movies this this weekend and i'm like and i think she wants to go see infinity infinity war and it's just funny like didn't you tell me to quit reading this stuff when i was younger <laughs> now you want to yeah. see the movie but oh well it's funny so yeah and like i totally forgot about thanos mm-hmm. like 
like when when the first um Avengers movie came out. Yeah. Uh and I went and saw, you know, opening weekend and I was with Izzy, uh my one of my fellow Geek Sav hosts. Mm-hmm. We we I was with him and again, it was like opening weekend, so we only had we were sitting way up front and to the side. So I remember having to like, yeah, my neck crank looking to the side up at, you know, this angler view of the screen the whole time. So when they revealed Thanos at the end, I, I was like, all I saw was the lines on the chin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's that, a scroll? And it was Izzy. He goes, or is that Thanos? I was like, holy shit, Thanos. Like, damn, I haven't heard that name in years. Because I, you know, I wasn't reading, I had stopped reading comics, you know? Right. <laughs> so, so it was like, oh, damn, Thanos. Like, damn, is that Thanos? Like, holy shit. They're like, they're really going deep into the into the Marvel Union. That's right, what I was like. Because wow. nobody was expecting it, right? It was funny. Like yeah. the, when I saw that at the same time when when Thanos showed up, half the crowd lost his shit, and the other crowd had no no idea who that was. You know, yeah. so it was like a mixed reaction the entire time. You know, and you can hear the date asking their nerdy ass boyfriend, uh, uh, "Who's that?" <laughs> but at the time, nobody nobody knew because we didn't know how to pronounce Thanos' name. So some people were saying Thanos, so you were saying yeah. Thanos because we didn't know. You know, so yeah. eventually just decided to settle down to Thanos. So. That was actually a, that was actually an episode of Geek Savs where we argued over it was Thanos or Thanos. Right. <laughs> See, that's only <laughs> geeks know about that shit. Like when no, everybody argued what the name was, nobody knew. So yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, glad Kevin Feige finally sat down and you know set the record straight on what the name is going to be so now if you say Thanos even your mom will look at you crazy like his name is not Thanos what the fuck is wrong with you you know so uh, yeah that being said can we move into the next part of the, the podcast yeah let's go for it okay so for those that are familiar with the podcast what we always love to do is we all like to talk about the box office numbers we always give the weekend numbers you know to keep you abreast on where hollywood is going and eli i'm gonna give you one good guess on what was the number one movie this weekend Ooh, what do i win if i get it right (laughs) you win a no prize Well, yeah, it's no, it's no surprise that fucking uh, Infinity Ward is breaking all the records. Right, it is breaking <laughs> it beat all Star Wars. I hear it beats it beat everybody. Yes, it yeah. is. It has broken the record. I know it broken the domestic. I think it broke both records, but domestic and worldwide. Uh, it is the highest grossing weekend of all time. It hit two hundred fifty seven million. So in one weekend. Domestically, it is already outgrossed Justice League's entire domestic gross. And this isn't even a holiday weekend. This is not even a holiday it's, weekend. I yeah, mean, well, you got Cinco de Mayo coming up, you know. Yeah, but nobody gets a day off of that shit. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's true. Uh, let's let's keep going down the list. Like I said, we got. Of course, Infinity War, number one. Uh, we're going to come back to it and talk about some more. Two, we're going to talk about, uh, well, we're not going to talk about it, but number two was A Quiet Place. Uh, like I said, the the Jim oh. from the Office movie. Yeah, it's, it's hanging in. So somebody actually watched another movie. Who the hell would watch A Quiet Place when the Avengers come out? Uh, yes, two to A Quiet Place. Like, the fuck? <laughs> anyway, uh, number three, yeah. I, I Feel Pretty. Yeah. Oh, is that the Amy Schumer comedy yeah. or something yeah that movie okay. uh number four rampage i guess it's okay rock just really put this movie out at the wrong time i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be a flop but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be jumanji jumanji was actually a legit runaway success you know uh number five surprisingly is black panther so, wow yeah yeah because well, remember black panther last week and the week before they were like at number eight and number nine 
Yeah, I think people were probably getting right now. I was like suggesting people who haven't seen Black Panther to see it before. Right. Infinity. So it's pretty interesting that he got a you know a big bump like that. And matter of fact, I think it also it also beat Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I think with the last Jedi, like it was right under the last Jedi to take the spot. But this week, since it got the bump because of Infinity War, it finally overtook uh, the last Jedi to be the number nine spot. But when Infinity War came out, it's eventually going to be number ten spot again. But yeah, so I'm gonna look again and see how many Marvel movies are in the top ten of all time. It's probably gonna be. You know, weird looking at that. Uh, number six, Super Troopers 2. Didn't see it. Probably with Netflix or whatever. Uh, number seven, Truth or Dare. Some horror movie, I guess. Number eight, Blockers, the, the What's-His-Face movie. I'm not a wrestling fan. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, number nine, Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg. Oh, good news about Ready Player One, Eli. Uh, uh-huh. I think that movie put Steven Spielberg over as the highest-grossing director of all time. Oh, well, well yeah. He pretty much directed our childhood right (laughs) (laughs) but it's just weird that that was the movie that did it that put him over so yeah yeah Uh, and number how many people saw lincoln huh (laughs) right (laughs) hey i saw lincoln vampire slayer even though he didn't do that but you know (laughs) (laughs) and uh number 10 is traffic i have no idea what that is i have no interest that's the that that's the get out uh the black folk horror movie yeah Oh, traffic. It's like another Get Out type flick. Yeah, Traffic with a K. It kind of reminds me of like one of those '90s hood movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, that's okay. Yeah, black people getting stalked by a crazy white folk movie again. It, it'll probably be one of those movies that if it's good, we hear about it. Oh, you should see Traffic, like when it's out yeah. on Fire Stick or some well, shit. Well, there's that other movie with the the hell's that chick's name? I can't remember her name, but she's a mom, and her family's getting stalked by like these like house invaders, and um. And it seems it's like another get. It's like it's like it's looking like it's got the get out type of feel, you know. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Shit, you know. Maybe next week. <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah. Who who knows? Uh, yeah. But like I said, let's let's go back to these numbers. The like I said, we have the official numbers of uh, Avengers: Infinity War as of Monday. Like I said, it is the highest grossing. Both domestic and worldwide weekend, domestically it grossed two hundred fifty-seven million, which is insane even for a lifetime. Like movies in the entire run don't make that much money, you know. And then worldwide, like I said, it's six forty percent also gross. But the funny thing is, it hasn't even opened in China or Russia yet. That's how insane this is, because we know China's mm-hmm. going to be like the second largest box office. And that when that hits, that's going to be insane. Um, so yeah, it's a runaway success and. Eli, I'm, I'm tired of people. This this how you know that you got too many people watching a movie that don't read comics or know, know anything about comics. Because I've seen too many posts about people thanking Stan Lee for writing this movie. I'm like, that <laughs> he didn't have anything to do with this movie or this comic. However, the person that is responsible for this, you know, comic book-wise, is Jim Starlin. Jim Starlin is the guy that invented, uh, that created Thanos. He created Drax Destroy. He created Gamora. You know, uh, he, re- he didn't create... Adam Warlock, he he reinvented Adam Warlock to be the Adam Warlock everybody knows who he is, you know. So he invented all these characters and basically wrote Infinity Gauntlet. And that's why we're getting this story because it's based on what he did. And he went and saw the movie. He loved it. You know, he praised uh, Josh Brolin for the role. He said it was kind of surreal watching the character that he created with his own pen and pad, you know walking and talking and all stuff like that. And I I can imagine that can be. I would imagine that would be like a surreal experience. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 
Yeah, so I'm glad, he, even though he did get fired from Marvel. But, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week when we talk about the comic book shit again, you know. Uh, but now Mar- we can, the, Marvel, the great Marvel business practice. The great Marvel <laughs> business practice. Fire the guy that just made you a billion dollars, okay? <laughs> uh, now we can actually talk about it because we're going to talk about the actual movie. And we're going to talk about some reviews. And, Eli, I'm, I'm going to let you unload because you saw this movie today, even though for everybody listening, this would be yet, uh, tomorrow or yesterday whatever. So I have no idea what you think about this movie. I haven't read any thought pieces or blogs or reviews from you. So I'm just going to let you just unload. Spoiler free. Just give it to okay. us how you can. Okay, spoiler free. Spoiler free. Uh-huh. Um, okay, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I do have a, a few issues with it, um, but for the most part, I really liked watching all these characters from all these movies interact with each other. That was probably the most fun that the movie was. I mean, as dark as it was, this goes dark. Everyone's trying to say, oh, Empire Strikes Back and blah, 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 blah. This might be the closest thing to an Empire Strikes Back of the modern age. Sure, it took Marvel 10 years and 20 fucking movies, but <laughs> but this is like the closest thing to an, like, an Empire Strikes Back type of thing where it just left audiences like, what the fuck? Um, um, I didn't go in spoiler-free uh, because I waited... I just waited a weekend. Just one weekend will ruin it, man. <laughs> Shit, like one day people were posting. One day sports. by Friday. Yeah, right. by Friday during the day, I, I was just seeing shit saying, oh, well, I think I know what happens now. You know, mm-hmm. even those spoiler posts on 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 the on like a comic book Illuminati was like, this is the spoiler post. Do not read. Blah, blah, blah. This is full of spoilers. But there's always one comment. Available right. to be. <laughs> so oh, like, when Batman oh, dies, yeah, you know. Oh shit! So and so dies, and like, well, why are they dying? They got a movie coming out next year. What the fuck? <laughs> That's got to be a joke. So I'm thinking, right. ah, some of the shit's probably, you know, they're just, you know, fooling around and shit. Mm-hmm. But I, there was enough stuff, basically, hat like, released that I thought, okay, I think I know, what's gonna happen. So. Um, that being said, I still had a good time. I still liked seeing the outcome. The, the, the ending battle was awesome on Wakanda. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but we all seen it in the trailer anyway. Right. Well, people, that was people were arguing awesome. whether or not it was going to be the last scene in the movie or the last act, or whether it's the middle act. I'm like, it's going to be the last act. Pay attention to what, how movies are structured, you know? But. Yeah. That was great. I mean, I loved all that, you know, the line and the, the fucking the charging across the battle, all that Braveheart shit, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings shit. I love that shit. I, they, I thought they just nailed it on that. <laughs> so it was a good time. I had a good time. You know, I have a few issues, which I will rip into later. One's a major issue, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I liked it. You know, I mean, I've been following this shit for how long, you know. I'm a fan of these movies, and I think this was just a good tribute to what they've been doing for the past 10 years, you know, as far as this whole cinematic universe they've, that they've created. This is a good a culmination of all of that, you know, and they, I think they, they stuck the landing. So. Okay. All right. Now, you got to give a score. You got you to give a oh, score. I got four out of five. 
Um, I think there was enough issues in there for me to not give it quite the five out of five, you know, mm-hmm. or higher or 4.5. So, um, yeah, it's a four out of five for me. And that's not because it, some stuff got spoiled. That's just, no, there's some other stuff that was like, what the fuck? Really? Right. You know? <laughs> now, let me ask you, can you talk about that now without spoiling, without, without spoilers? Um, no, no. Okay. It's so major, we, it's we, major we, plot stuff. Gotcha. Let's put a pin in it. And we're going to come back to it because we're going to break down exactly like what you don't like about it. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, other opportunities that we have. I'm going to give my, you know, my review of it. Now, when I watched this movie, when I watched Infinity War, I watched it two ways. Like I said, I watched it one time and I watched it two ways. I watched it one as a longtime comic book fan that is a fan of this genre, fan of the MCU movies. You know, I watched it from that lens. And at the same time, I did have to watch it through a movie critic eye also. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan of comics and I'm a fan of movies. And I understand that the both mediums have their strengths and weaknesses. And some things work over here, some things work over there. But I have to look at both of them as separate mediums. So that's how I look at it. Now, as far as my comic side, I was loving this movie. I mean, like I said, it, it was some stuff that they did that were right out of things I read from the comics, stuff out of Infinity Gauntlet, stuff out of Infinity War, watching all these characters interact with each other. It was characters interacting with each other that I didn't even think that would interact with each other, that I was loving their interaction. Like, they could have just gave me just a movie of that and nothing else, and I would have enjoyed myself the entire time, you know? But they kept throwing this stuff in there. Um, What else was in the movie that I was loving? The, the The humor was funny about it that I was like, I wasn't expecting to be humor. The movie was dark also, so it was dark and humorous. I was like, wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, And like I said, Thanos, uh, here's the thing about Thanos. Now, I remember, and Eli, we're going to get an argument about this. I already know, so I'm just going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's coming. Like I said, last month, uh, two months ago, people were saying, oh, Killmonger is the greatest MCU villain of all time. He's the best. There is nobody that can top him. That's fine and dandy, stuff like that. But I'm thinking to call Thanos the best MCU villain of all time is underselling him. I think he's one of the greatest movie villains of all time. I'm putting him up there. Joker, Heath Ledger, Vader, Agent Smith, Debo from Friday. I'm putting him up there. (laughs) (laughs) You You know, I'm putting him in that list. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm not saying he's the greatest movie villain of all time, but I'm saying he is in the conversation. One reason I can't put him too high, because like I said, this is the first movie we've seen him in, and I think there's more to his story than what we don't know. So that's why I'm saying that. So I think Thanos carried this movie. Uh, everybody's interaction was so was really good in it. But this was the first movie that I felt Iron Man or Robert Downey Jr. was in it where he didn't just completely take over the movie. You know, yeah. I felt like he was just another cog in a piece where it just become his movie. Like even Spider Man. Yeah, I would I would pretty much go on the record and say this Thanos was the main character. Uh, that was, but I, I'm going to get to that in a second <laughs> because I know that is the you know the narrative that everybody's right now, and it, that's what the Russo's trying to say that it was Thanos' story. But let me go into the other side of it. Like I said, that was my comic book side. That was my nerd side. That was my geek side. Now, let me go into my movie side, my film geek side. Eli, personally, I think this is probably... Okay, let me go back. This was not a movie. This was not a real movie. This was not a film. And if it was a film, I feel like this is probably the shallowest movie that Marvel has made so far. 
Let me. I can. Let, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I know. Me, I know what you're saying. Yeah, let me let me back this up because because there was no there was no real theme or message or any way to take away from this movie. It was just the movie just felt like it was selling itself on shock factor. You know, it was selling itself on what can we get social media talking about the next day instead of actually being yeah. a movie. Like, what was this movie about? What was the movie trying to say? Who was the protagonist? You just said that Thanos was the main protagonist. The Russo said that. Kevin Feige said that. But I didn't feel like he was the protagonist. I felt like they were going that route. But I felt like it was too much they were juggling around that they couldn't really make him the main protagonist. And I feel like they did that, then we would have had more meat to the story or found out what was going on with them. But I felt like they were so invested in giving all of these characters so much, you know, their own screen time or their own time in the moment or their own spotlight that I think it did feel a little jumble and clutter a little bit. I think it were too many characters in this movie. That's just me. Yeah. But, well, but def- what can you do? You know, what, how can, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, the only thing I've written on Facebook about this movie is I called it the most comic booky comic book movie ever. Oh, me, me and which, Ryan talk about the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in, in which it's just like, you needed to have seen other, the other movies previous to appreciate what this movie is. Right. You know? Yeah, you you can't go like I said. My sister, who's never seen an MCU movie, mm-hmm. she would watch this and not know, and right away have questions. <laughs> exactly, because like, this yeah, movie well, throws a lot of stuff at before. you. Yeah, my this, mom, my this... mom watched Black Panther and didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, so imagine this, this re- movie, right? Yeah, this picks up like a like an issue of a comic book. Like right. these movies are basically separate issues of a comic book, mm-hmm. and. This one just happens to end on a cliffhanger where we have to read the next one, you know? <laughs> right. And I think that's so, overwhelming movie fans when, as comic fans, we're used to this stuff. We expect this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's part yeah. of the medium, you know? Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's how, that's how, that's how they sell comics is by ending off on the cliffhanger. So you, you know, you get, you pick up that next issue. You right. Know? Cause they're just and, selling the comic stories are just selling you chapters of another story. That's all they're doing. Yeah, and this was set up in the same way, and um, it's it's it, yeah, it, it it probably is shallow, and it probably is just monetizing the, the the medium and just you know doing it for sales and you know just keeping this hype train going. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much what a comic book is, and that's what Marvel has done. Like it or not, this is what Marvel does. They've kept these they've they've made all these separate movies that act like different chapters of a long ongoing comic book graphic novel but i think i think at the same time and that's why i said i looked at the movie two different ways because i think this is everything a comic book fan wants from a movie however this is everything non-comic book fans hate about this medium about this genre it's both at the same time because like i said it gives you everything you want the movie to me just felt like a three-hour action scene with you know dialogue pepper in between just to kind of just give people a break or breathe or stuff like that but like i said if you're not into these movies you just can't walk into it and i think me personally i think that does hurt the movie because i think some of the other movies like uh the first avengers movie was a movie you can't just sit down and just watch and don't know anything about this with this one you can't and because they're not only do they have they're cramming in 25 characters in this movie you know that's on a poster they're also introducing new elements we have three new planets we've never seen before 
you know we're and fi- new abilities yeah. new <laughs> abilities that just popping up that's never seen before so even if you know about this stuff you're like wait what the fuck you know why is vision human you know <laughs> they never explained that stuff before you know yeah but you just kind of just roll with and just go with the stuff like that you know and that's how i feel about it but at the end of the day like so i'm gonna wrap this i don't get long-winded i will say this eli as far as like feelings and emotions that this movie gave me i've never felt that before in a, i've only felt it once in a comic book movie before and that was the dark knight why i just felt mm-hmm. like overwhelming emotion the movie just got me and at the end of the day like i can talk about story structure and plot and themes and movies and all stuff like that but at the end of the day how i rate a movie is how does it make me feel and the movie gave me feels it did yeah. it gave me everything i wanted yeah, so even with yeah 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 even with the you know knowing kind of having an idea of, and some of the spoilers that i heard mm-hmm. you know it's still there was still some intense moments where my heart started racing like holy shit hell no oh hell no <laughs> like <laughs> you know or you know and I'll, I'll get into that you know in the spoiler section but but yeah it, it's still it, it was still a, a, an experience for, especially for a comic book fan, you, you you could not help but just, you know, be enthralled by what you were seeing. You know, right? Because this was basically a comic book thrown on screen. That's it's the yeah. closest we've gotten so far. It's the big. It's the big event. It's what Marvel, the Marvel event. You know, the comic book event. <laughs> it's the comic book event. And, and the thing is, a lot of these crossover comics, just like these movies, they're shallow. You know, this is yeah. like just throw a bunch of superheroes in there and just stand back and just let it collect money. You know. Yeah, because you can you can read like you know Secret Wars or No Surrender and get the the the, the basic storyline, but if you really want to get into the, all the details, you got to buy the fifteen other books every month right, to the find crossovers out crossovers and spinoffs. <laughs> yeah. What does he really think? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know the weird. I, I don't know. We can way off talk, but that was this uh, crossover Infinity Gauntlet with Hulk, right? So Thanos did something where he shrunk Hulk into like the size of an ant. So what he did, so he was and he saw abomination, and he decided to crawl in abomination's ear, and pretend he was God. <laughs> you know, like his conscience. He was like, "You shouldn't be doing this, and you shouldn't be doing that." And 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 abomination started believing him, so he started just doing whatever Hulk said to do because he felt like he needed to get his life right. You know, but it was a a weird fucking story. But whatever, that has nothing to do with anything. We're just explaining. Anyway, <laughs> score five out well, of five. I, I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah. And as far as themes, I felt like there's a couple. I mean, um, talking about Thanos' motivations, the whole, uh, you know, balancing the universe thing and overpopulation or whatever. You know what? Let, let's, let's, let's get into that. Let's get in because that was actually going to be the next question I was talking about. Anyway, like I said, score five out of five. Move on from there. Now, okay. you said about Thanos' motivation. Now, let me ask you this because Thanos' motivation is different in the movie than it was in the comic. And trust me, yeah, I heard a, a bunch I, of comic book fans belly aching. You know and I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it's not like the comic. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit in the world. First off, this is a mo- this is you got to remember these now in the comics it works. The reason it works in the comics and folks don't know what Thanos motivation in the comics is. Basically, Thanos is in love with death. And not yeah. the concept of death, like a physical embodiment of death that looks like I guess Rihanna Halle Berry some shit like I don't know, whatever Beyoncé. So he's in love with her and of course to impress death he thinks the best way to impress is to kill people. So yeah. Infinity Gauntlet is the easiest way to kill people because he just snap his fingers and just kill everybody. So that's his motivation. Now, that works with 14-year-old boys. 
and that's yeah. it. You know, I'm friend zone. I want to impress this girl. Yes, if you're a 14 year old boy, that impresses you. But for a modern audience that is older than 14, that shit's going to make Thanos look like a very, very weak villain that he wants to get out of the friend zone. And that's why he's trying to kill people. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the whole overtime, I mean, I, I, you know, I thought it was an okay motivation. Uh, I, I, I still didn't. I think there was there should have been a little bit more to it or a little bit more history with the you know other than his planet died and that's why he decided to kill half the universe or whatever. I, I agree you know? that also like the motivation was weak. I, I like the motivation was weak, but the way Josh Brolin played it, it made me believe yeah. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, he believes yeah. it, so it must be you know. Because <laughs> the thing is, he yeah. could have used Infinity Gauntlet. If he says that uh, finite resources, well, why don't you use Infinity Gauntlet to increase the resources? Yeah, no shit. You can change reality. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck, Let's just kill everybody. Make it easier. Dick. <laughs> right. It's kind of like in Man of Steel, like Zod. He was like, like Zod, why don't you just go to Mars? No, fuck that. I want to kill Earth. You know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's the shift there. So it was kind of you know. So I'm I'm glad they changed the motivation. And I and I and I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I think there's more to Thanos' motivation than what they what they're giving us. They gave us in the first movie. Yeah. Because it was certain yeah. things he said, like I said, when we're, we're okay, look, we're we're in the spoiler section now, guys. If you're listening, we're just gonna just deep dive into this shit now. So if you haven't you haven't uh, watched this movie yet, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody and their mama has seen this movie already, so go see this movie and then come listen to us. But anyway, let's deep dive into this stuff. Now, remember when he was in the that planet Voldemort, Voldemort, whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know the name of that movie. Uh, uh, but anyway, he was talking to Gamora and he was saying, I let my past, I let one chance slip away from him. I'm not going to let a chance slip away again. So what was he talking about? Yeah, we don't know. We don't he know. He was referring to something. Yeah, He was referring to something. That's what I'm saying. It's more going on that we don't know about. Even the time when he was talking, like he knows Stark's name and, and Tony's asking him, <coughs> excuse me, he's asking him, well, how do you know my name? He's like, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge, Stark. Now you could say maybe that has something to do with the soul stone or the mind stones like that, or maybe something else is going on. Yeah. So like I said, I think there's going to be more, well, I'm hoping there's more of Thanos motivation explained in Infinity War next or whatever the next movie is called because i do think his motivation was kind of flimsy and he did come off like a you know religious fanatic but hopefully they'll flesh out a little bit more in the next movie so yeah i don't know um, um another theme i felt that was in the movie was uh uncertainty uh right now our social climate is very uh there's a lot of anxiety in the air mm -hmm. over what's happening in the world and this there's this feeling of unease and uncertainty and i think this movie really tapped into that where especially towards the end we we're like holy shit what's gonna fucking happen mm -hmm. we don't know and then when the movie did this and we're like holy shit where do we go from here so i i felt like that that the movie tapped into our social anxieties as far as the state the state of things these days you know, which is, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but that's how I saw it, I guess. You okay. Know? I, I think, I think there was, if there, if there was a theme to this movie, I think this theme was probably just death, you know, 
because um, that's what Thanos represents. Like I said, I think he's in Greek mythology. I think he's the something to something of death. I don't know. Thanatos or something. But I think that's basically what he is. Like he represents the end. He represents death. And basically what they're trying to say is that even if you're a superhero, there are just some things you can't defeat and death is one of them. Yeah. You and know. change. I mean, change. death is also a right. Death is death. Death, death represents change. You know, right. It's, it's, Only thing is, there's like two flip sides of like you know, with there's death, there's life, and they were really trying to drive that home. You would have maybe had a birth or something being born or something because there was absolutely you know no bright side at the end of this movie. It was like that's it and that's it. And I, and I think that's another thing to kind of rub people the wrong way that like that's that's it. That's the end. He's just gonna sit on a porch and you know stare at Baby Gamora. Okay. I guess. So, um, but here's the thing. Even though I think his motivations were weak, just the just the presence and the performance of Josh Josh Brolin that came through loud and clear. Because, like I said, when the first scene opened up and he was on the Asgard ship, and here's the thing: I came into the movie five minutes late. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking like, oh, well, it's time. We're going to watch some opening credits and stuff like that. And they're going to get there. We're going to, oh, we're coming in. Thanos is already killing people. We're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? We missed that much already? So, and then the first thing I see Loki, and then the first thing I see is Loki saying, well, we have a Hulk. And, you know, Hulk attacks us like that, and we all see how that went down. You know, now let me ask yeah. you, like, like I said, you're, you're my Hulk guy. You are the Hulk guy. Mm-hmm. How did, yeah, I'm hearing mixed reaction with that. How do you feel Hulk and Banner were portrayed in this movie? Yeah, that was one of my issues with the movie. I, I knew it was. Um, I knew it was. That's why I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Hulk was very underwhelming in this movie. Yeah. Um, especially, it was frustrating. I mean, when he's like, no, I mean, why the fuck is the Hulk saying no? He wants to beat up everything. Like, he w- he went after fucking Surtur at the end of Ragnarok. Right. <laughs> like, why, why the fuck is he saying no all of a sudden? It's, that was bugging me. It, and the fact that yeah. he... He never showed up after that. We only saw him in the beginning where he gets his ass kicked. Right. And he doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like thinking, because there's the scene in the trailer where you see everybody running across the battlefield and you see the Hulk's part of that. Misdirection. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, the Hulk's got to come back, right? You know? <laughs> I kept waiting no. for that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, I, that that was one of the things was like, okay. Uh, I'm getting a little pissed here. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to cut that. <laughs> I knew comic book fans, like, we just talked about comic book fans, but Eli, you, you're that guy when you just say that about the Hulk. <laughs> you just became that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you are what you hate. You know? Okay, so here's how I feel about that. Now, that kind of bewildered me a second. Like, okay, Hulk scared of this guy? Like, the Hulk? But at the same time, I got to think about it for a second. Now, the Hulk at his core at what the Hulk is, and this is how Stan Lee and Peter David and all the guys wrote him. Hulk is a child. He's basically a four-year-old, three-year-old child. And that's, he's Banner's rage bottled up, and Hulk is basically throwing a temper tantrum, but he's strong enough to throw a bus when he throws the temper tantrum. So he's going around beating up whatever he wants to, smashing whatever he wants to, and it's fun because nothing can hurt him and nothing can stop him. That's why he just can do that. But what happens when he runs into what happens when this irresistible force moves into an unmovable object, which is Thanos? All of a sudden, everything becomes real to him. Everything's become mortal to him. Everything, he finally realizes fear because he's never had his ability tested. And it's just like a bad child. When you see a child throwing a tantrum, and I know this is 2018, I know we're being politically when you When you whoop his ass, you know, he sits his bad ass down. And it's kind of what Thanos did to Hulk. 
you know. No, I, yeah, I, I could dig that. Mm. It's just that the movie didn't have it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, he just disappeared and was pouting. Like, what the hell? I th- I was starting to think there's got to be something going on. There's there's something else to it, you know, and 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 just not getting that i was like i felt a little gypped i guess you know i'm just saying in 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 the marvel universe basically that was the first time hulk got his ass whooped and he doesn't know how to deal with it that's basically what happened Mm -hmm. like getting his ass whooped is something that was so far beyond his mind he didn't think it could happen and it happened basically thanos psychologically got into his head i can i can see it i can see him getting the banner's head you know I know it's a stretch, but I mean, especially if you read comics as long as we have. But for, like I said, for the yeah. movie well, universe, if we're going to comics, like, yeah, if you get the comics, oh, I mean, that the shit would never piss happen. Off the Hulk, that the shit would never happen, gets. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm putting into the side. Okay, that's over there. This is over here. I can I can separate them, you know. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it, that whole scene it lets you know. And another reason I'm le- I'm giving it a pass because that whole scene lets you know instantly what and who Thanos is and how he is because yeah. not only does he whoop the Hulk's ass it's the way he whooped the Hulk's ass he was using first of all he was not only using brute force and just overpowering him he was also using technique he was using yeah. martial arts and it lets you know oh because to use martial arts and techniques like that that obviously lets you know that that character uh, is skilled you know yeah. he's a thinker he's a strategist because you have to be a strategist to use martial arts so okay he is not just some big dumb brute or some big dumb brawler yeah, this yeah. guy is a technician. The Hulk's, Hulk's the brother, the you know, and then Thanos was the technical striker. Exactly. You know, pick, like taking his shots. Taking his shots. He was yeah. body, chest, head, you know, ribs, yeah. you know. Bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving, <laughs> you know, Dempsey roll. You know, he's basically yeah. playing a drum solo with Hulk's ribcage, you know, so it lets you know instantly, okay, this is a type of villain we are dealing with in this movie. And and of course, they also turn Hulk into a jobber also. So that's another thing you had an issue with. But for the framing of the movie, I'll let it slide. So we have to let you know, okay, who's the biggest, baddest Avenger we have? Hulk, okay, whoop his ass. That lets you know the rest of the movie, what's going to happen to the other Avengers, you know? So, yeah. And like I said, it set the tone for for Thanos, let you know what the other Avengers was going on. Now, moving past that, we talked about, you know, character relations like that. Now, and interactions like that. So which interactions did you enjoy the most? Out of all, because oh, it was a bunch of them, you know. Yeah, um, I surprisingly, I, I, I surprisingly liked the whole Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, and Spider Man. That's uh, that's the one I was going with. Because I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say this. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch are the best actors in these movies, in this in these yeah. in these franchises. Like those guys are just, and I think it's a good bit. They're a good bit ahead of everybody else. So putting them in the scene together, having to play off each other, it just—I can, I can just watch that. Just, just give me that, yeah. You know? And then, and then just Peter Parker just in the background yipping and yapping his <laughs> right. little quips and shit. Right. The whole that, that was just—I was just cracking up and shit. That whole. You remember that old movie again? <laughs> <laughs> no more pop culture references from you yeah. for the rest of the trip. You and know? he said aliens. And right. I'm thinking, when he said that part, that was one of my favorite scenes. Like, you know, when he says that movie, that old movie, Aliens. And I'm thinking, okay, so Tony Stark is going to come out and say, get away from her, you bitch, or something. 
So I was like wondering, what it, what about aliens or something? What are you what are you referring to? But then they they suck them out of the airlock or suck right. them out into space. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so it made sense. My favorite line with Doctor Strange, you know, like I don't understand you guys' relationship. What is he your, your war? You know. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But he it was it Eli, it was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. You have Robert Downey Jr. And Benedict Cumberbatch in the same scene at the same time, and nobody says no shit, Sherlock. Oh, really? Yeah. Nobody wow, says that. Wow, how did, wow. how did they not think of that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say it the entire time, and nobody ever said it. So I'm like, eh. Waka waka waka. Like, what are you gonna do? You know. <laughs> Uh, like, and then when they finally when uh when like Star Lord finally showed up and they're talking about Footloose and shit. right, it's the greatest movie ever. Spider-Man. It's really not. It's, no, it never was. <laughs> was like, Which was another uh interaction that I liked in that movie and one of my favorites, Star Lord and Thor. Yeah, I, I was loving yeah. that because it it made it, that interaction made sense. Uh, because like I said, you have Thor who's basically like the alpha male in any room he walks into. And you have Star-Lord, who Peter Quill is basically a man-child, you know. So, of course, he's going to get an inferiority complex when he sees this god-man in front of him, you know. <laughs> you know, and, and like, Drax just saying it, like, and he was saying, like, oh, yeah, we found this dude. And Drax like, no, you're a dude. This is a man. This is a man, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, a, yeah, I'm thinking he's going to say a god, but no, <laughs> this is a man. <laughs> you know. And that was, yeah, there was a lot, so much funny. I mean, and another, I mean, a little tiny issue was, I think they went, like, basically every time they went for a joke, they went for, they just went for every joke they could go for. Yeah. And some of them stuck and some of them, it, 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 it did have a feeling of, uh, of of Ragnarok a little bit, I, where they were just like, no no joke was left untold. You know, <laughs> they, they, they were just constantly going to go there. You know what I'm saying? And it got a little predictable at times. And some of, yeah, and there were some very funny scenes, but a lot of them were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I got to disagree with you. I got to disagree with you on that one. It was not Ragnarok. I felt like the jokes weren't natural because Ragnarok, I think they told so many jokes that it altered the entire tone of the movie. And that's where that movie just went off kilter. Where this one, I feel like the jokes were that, even though there were a lot, I give you that, there were a lot in there, but I, I do feel like it came from a natural point. And I don't feel like the majority of them were forced. And especially towards the, like the last hour of the movie, the joking, like the basically the further we went into the movie, the less jokes you heard. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. It's just like, you know, well, like the guardians, I mean, just their, yeah. their interactions, you just know that they're always going to go for the humor base. They're always going to go for the quips and the humor. And it's, it's like, it's kind of like South park. Now I love South park. I think it's funny as hell, but they're constantly going to take it down that route and you know <laughs> it, get, it can get a little exhausting at times like you're just constantly gonna go there you know right <laughs> but that's what the show is and it's funny regardless but still it's like okay yeah okay well yeah i i, I knew they were gonna go there you know <laughs> and i guess that's it's it, it, there's a little humor fatigue i guess i got you know with some of the scenes but you know not not that's just a minor minor thing yeah. yeah, I mean, it was still funny. I still laugh my they, ass. They want to make you sure, make sure it's not a DC movie. That's all, you know. <laughs> last thing I'm going to say, I, I, the last thing I'm going to say about DC, I saw this meme of DC today, this picture where you know where like the the DC symbol was turning into dust and ashes, you know, floating away. I was like, oh shit, yeah. come on. 
that being said, we can move past that. Another interaction. Uh, just throwing rocket. Throwing rocket. I was loving that yeah. interaction. I didn't even know I, I wanted to see that. When I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm loving this. You know? Yeah. And, and we Rocket. needed that. We needed that, too, because the movie was like action, 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 action. That was the only slow pace we had in the movie. Yeah. And Rocket has con continues to be, like, one of my favorite characters. I, like, had no idea that mm -hmm. out of all these movies... He'd be right. one that I that makes me laugh that I that I love I love his character I, and I never read fucking Guardians of the Galaxy right. This <laughs> is a funny character. It was just like like especially how Star Lord and Rocket play off each other. We've seen them play with each other because you know Rabbit kept calling him Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh you know what let's let's talk about Thor for a second. Now I think they struck the I think this is the first movie that got Thor right. Like perfect, like this is the Thor that I that I recognize from the comics because I felt like Ragnarok was a little bit too far this way, and I felt like the other Avengers movies and Thor movies were too far this way. But I felt like this movie finally got it right. Like for instance, Thor felt like the strongest Avenger, which he's oh, always yeah. supposed to be. Like he felt like when he showed up, he was like, "Okay, I'm here to kick ass. Point me who I need to." who needs their ass kick when the other movies just felt like he was just kind of there and in there and kind of mixed around but this one he was completely whooping the ass uh he was you know commanding the screen because it felt like chris hemworth is playing finally playing thor the way he wants to play him like confident funny but still powerful so he was controlling the scene i was i was loving that you know and just the fact that he was the most powerful avenger and he was just wiping out people you know in the wakandan battle and stuff like that uh yeah and, like when he yeah. when he got when he got his groove back, like when he came with the lightning, right? <laughs> yeah, dope. and he had the storm bringer or whatever the fuck it was called, right? And, and you did see it that that's that was uh Groot's arm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, and it tells me about that, so that was pretty awesome too. So yeah, so they gave us some great interaction with that. I'm trying to think, were there any other awesome interactions in the movie? Just those were pretty much the the standouts of the ones that I've never seen before that really just jumped out at me. But um, yeah. What else we talk about? We talk about the Wakandan battle. We talk about um, shoot. Should we talk about the ending? We're gonna get there. We're gonna talk about the ending. It was something else I want to talk about. Before we get to the ending, let's talk about let's talk about the Soul World. Let's talk about Volmore and the character that showed up there. Oh yeah, that was that that was a humdinger. I was like, oh hey. Yeah, that surprised <laughs> me. For those who haven't seen the movie, spoiler: it's the Red Skull. Yeah. so like i said we we saw at the first avenger that you know he got sucked in the space stone sucked him into space and we haven't seen him for 80 or 100 years or whatever it is like that and he's just hanging out just relaxing just he's he's a he's a tour guide that's what he's been doing for the last 80 years so uh chilling, chilling I, in a doctor doctor doom outfit <laughs> right <laughs> and they showed him and honestly when i saw risk i was like eh, okay like it's not like he had any purpose to the plot. He was just there to be like, hey, yeah. it's me, you know, because yeah, they could, they could I, have replaced him with saw, anybody. I was in these movies, too. <laughs> right. They could have replaced him with anybody. It would have made no difference whatsoever, you know, but who cares? Uh, Red Skull is in there. Uh, I also find it funny how Gamora didn't realize what Thanos was about to do. Like the entire audience knew oh, what was about to happen. Yeah, that was so predictable. I was uh, like, like, really? Like and, you played your hand a little too much there, you know? Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck? That really? She just had to fall? 
like in all these other movies, she's like getting shot at and blown up and right, jumping like she's jump farther than that, right? <laughs> yeah, like what thing? You're just gonna fall and die, really? That, that, that's... <laughs> so yeah, I was like, really? That was another moment where I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have stabbed her something, then threw her, but no, nah, he just like just threw it. Like she should have just landed on her feet, just jumped back up there, you know? That's that, that you know, I, you know, when I was, you know, Man of Steel. Like when when Superman just broke Zod's neck, I'm like, really? You were smashing buildings and hitting them with trains and shit. And you're just gonna break his neck. But like, that's his weakness. Is this neck? Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. You should have lived with that. <laughs> and so yeah, so that's the so world. So world. Uh, now we can talk about the ending. Let's let's talk about it. Let's dig into it because, like I said, the ending was a shock for everybody. One thing, Eli, I wasn't expecting Thanos to collect all the soul. Uh, the gemstones, the Infinity Stones, whatever like that. I did. I thought he was gonna get some of them and then save them some for the next movie. But nah, this movie he collected all of them. Yeah, you know. Well, and, this is what I yeah. okay. Now, now this is what what, what kind of got spoiled for me, and it, it um I, I some most it wasn't no one they didn't really say who or who was gonna die or whatever happened. I just remember hearing somebody like everybody online saying, I can't believe it ended that way. What a fucked up ending. Oh my God. Avengers end so fucked up. And I'm like, okay, I think I know what happens. Mm -hmm. They're, they're breaking up infinity gauntlet, the the book infinity gauntlet into two parts. Yeah. I was like, I think I, okay, I know what happens now. He's going to get the stones and wipe out half the fucking universe. And that's when I'm like, I think, yeah, that's when it's like, I think I know what happens now, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess I, I, I expected that. And when I remember when they announced the, the, the Marvel, like back in the day, it's been 10 years now. Holy shit. We got to actually say back in the day on Marvel, on the Marvel. <laughs> Way back in Cinematic. 2008. <laughs> yeah. Back in, yeah. Back in 2013 or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> when they announced the, 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 the lineup of movies mm-hmm. and it said it was supposed to be Infinity Wars part one and two. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. They'll, you know, he'll get the stones. He'll wipe out half the universe. And the second part, they'll save it. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then they announced a few years ago, oh, Infinity War is going to be one movie. And then the Avengers 4 is going to be another one. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, Thanos' story is going to be Infinity War. And then Avengers 4 is going to be like the new Avengers. It's, you know, every right. bunch of people are going to die and they're going to bring on a new lineup and blah, blah, blah. So that's what I was thinking going mm-hmm. Up until this weekend, until everyone started talking shit, you know. <laughs> so that's where I'm like, okay, I kind of figured it. I kind of, you know, you put two and two together. And I was like, oh, I, I think I know what happens. This is going to end on a cliffhanger, and we're going to have to wait. It's going to be like Kill Bill, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lord of the Rings, or you know, the Matrix movies when they were releasing them. Right when they did, did them back to back and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I was like, oh, okay, I think I know what happens now because everyone's like freaking out, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I get it because. You know, that's that happens in the comics. He wipes out half the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. now, now, let me ask you this, Eli. Like, cause now we can talk about fan reaction. Like I said, we all saw the ending. We all know the ending. Half the, the Avengers die, whatever like that. And you saw the Internet reaction and the responses to the ending of that. Do you mm-hmm. think the Internet reaction or public reaction was justified? I think for non-comic book fans, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for yeah, for us, because remember I said what a couple weeks ago, when we're like we kind of know the story to Infinity War, right? Because we we, we kind of know we kinda, yeah we can speculate and I'm sure they're gonna change plot scenes, but we kind of know what's gonna happen. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I think we comic book fans who know the story aren't as shocked, you know? Right. We're not um, being hauled off in stretchers, you know, we're not catching <laughs> our breath, you know. <laughs> I saw that meme and shit. <laughs> right. I, was like, I was like, really? What the fuck? Like, really? <laughs> um, I, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I did... I guess for me, the surprising is who actually, who all of all the ones that actually did go. That's, that was that more was, that was shocking. Yeah. yeah. It, it was shocking, but I didn't leave at the theater like, oh, because honestly, the people that did go to me was like, okay, yeah, this ain't going to stick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, especially yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Like, really? Black really? Panther. <laughs> you just had this cultural phenomenon a couple of months ago. Right. This great film that united a generation and you're gonna kill his ass two right. months later like really right <laughs> really mean, no that's not gonna happen i like i mean people were pissed off about luke and the last jedi and if you're not mad at that then fuck off because right. <laughs> i saw black panther that i was like well okay i didn't see that coming but yeah, like, i was like oh, but, okay, but I, thought, I right. thought about it for a second i thought about it, like could, could that happen but then when they kill Spider-Man, I'm like, okay, yeah, none of this shit is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, this, he's got a movie coming out. Like, the, 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 the Guardians 3 is coming out. They've already announced <laughs> Guardians 3, right? So. Like, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is some Doctor Who. Haven't you seen a Doctor Who episode? They're right. just going to restart everything. <laughs> exactly, just just reboot everything, bring everybody back, it's just like they did in the comics. Yeah, they did the that's... same thing in the comics. Thanos killed off half the universe. Spoilers for the next movie coming out next year if everybody hasn't seen it. Because <laughs> us nerdy-ass dudes have already read the comic. We've done our homework, you know. Based on what happens, Thanos wiped the universe. Everybody's dead. They get the yeah. gauntlet back. They turn everything back the way it was. Everybody's fine. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen book. here. This is comic books, man. <laughs> this is comic books. Nobody dies. At... Now, Idris Elba, he's on. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's he's done. Hey. He's at this franchise. He's done. Should I be offended? Should we be offended that the first guy killed in the movie was a black guy? Well, see, <laughs> now I am because I remember I missed the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like really, Marvel? I thought you guys were woke. I thought Marvel was supposed to be woke. Marvel supposed to be woke and they do this shit. They kill off the the first. <laughs> they kill off Idris Elba and they kill off Black Panther. Yeah, they get all this kudos for for making a Black Panther movie, and then the very next movie they do, <laughs> your services are no longer required. <laughs> yeah. Yes, what we're gonna do that every what, what stereotypical trope. <laughs> Black Panther two, we have a white dude in it. Uh, uh, Everett Wall Ross, Martin Freeman will be the new Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's weird, but. People were freaking out over this, and, and the reason I think people are freaking out over this because now, and this is another this is another knock on this movie that I have because I think they did rely on Shafik too much. Now, now Eli, you're a fan of Game of Thrones and Walking Dead oh, yeah. and whatever the fuck these movies shows are. I don't I don't watch that shit. I don't understand that shit. But it seems like to me those TV shows have created a culture where people just watch them to see who's going to be the first one to get axed next, who's going to be the first one to die. You know, oh, that person died, that person died. You got to watch the episode of uh, The Red Wedding, blah, 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 whatever like that. And yeah. they're thinking or we're even expecting Marvel to do the same thing. You know, they're just going to just kill yeah. off people and nobody's going to. I think, gonna... yeah, I, I felt a bit, I, yeah, I felt that they were doing that a bit too. Like they're, this was just, yeah, this is just to get people talking. Right. This is just to get people Hook, hooking people into the next movie mm -hmm. uh, and yeah i mean uh, yeah i wasn't as like oh, oh my god 
you know. Right. <laughs> I now, thought some of it, you know, I, I will admit seeing Peter Parker, you know, you know, scared shitless as he was fading away. I, okay. I, I, let, I, let me talk. Let me talk about that. <laughs> let me talk about that because the thing about the Peter Parker scene, even though I knew this shit was going to be unravel, that shit still hit me. That's the weird fucking part. That shit still hit me because here's this theory online that people are saying. They're saying before it even hit him, his spider senses kicked in. Because oh. every other person that died, they didn't know they were dying. They were just like, it just hit them all of a sudden. They just realized, no. But for some reason, Peter Parker knew way ahead of time. I'm not feeling good. I don't feel right. He started crying before he even faded away. So they're saying his spider sense yeah. kicked in and he well, knew that, he was going to die. Well, that makes that more like 10 times more depressing. Exactly. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm just sitting there. Really? I just saw Luke Skywalker die and Han Solo die a year ago. Now right. I got to watch Spider-Man. <laughs> right. Spider-Man and die. And, and, like, and, what the and it hurts, man, because because, OK, he's hugging Tony Stark. Tony Stark yeah. is the closest thing he has to a father. And for Tony oh, yeah. Stark, Peter yeah, Parker... Dude, you're just making it worse now, man. <laughs> yeah, I am, man. But that's why that <laughs> shit hit me. I'm like, I know this shit's gonna be undone, man. But damn, he's hugging the closest thing he has to yeah. a son. Especially at the beginning of the movie, he was talking about, you know, his potential future son. You yeah. know, I was like, man, that shit, that shit was depressing. Like, I know it's gonna be undone like that, but that, and especially when he acted, that shit was depressing right there. So, yeah, so... Like I said, but as far as people freaking out, and here's another thing. I think next year, what Marvel did this year for this movie, it's going to bite him in the ass next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to bite him in the ass hard. That's, it, that's why I keep bringing back, like, you know, the last, everyone pissed off at The Last Jedi for trying new things and new directions and shit. And this movie is really not doing anything. It's right. just shocking us, and then it's going to, you know, pull the rug from out from under us and go, psych. And <laughs> we we've seen this before, Eli. We've seen this hard as comic book fans. Yeah. Rem Superman, yeah, De death of Superman. They try to build it up like Doomsday was really gonna kill Superman. Like it's done. He's out of here. You're never gonna see him again. So everybody was depressed. We mourned. You had national news coverage. People doing parades, and everybody was sad. Year later, they brought him back. What happened? The entire comic book industry collapsed. Because people were done buying this stuff because they felt like they were betrayed, they were cheated, you know, out of a moment. And they're gonna do the same thing with this movie. I see it coming. You know. Will Marvel care? Probably not. They're gonna make two billion dollars this movie, so <laughs> who cares they piss everybody off, you know? And so I don't know. That that's how I feel about this one. Oh, uh, where okay, we got Black Panther, we got Spider Man. Anybody else shocked you? You know, anything like that? Um not really. I did notice that um, the people that are still alive are the original Avengers lineup. For the most I part, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, sh I was shocked that Stark didn't die. Like, I thought he was him and at least Cap. Like, when Cap is sitting sitting on the ground, uh -huh. I thought he was about to fade away, too. And I'm like, wait a second. You have Cap. You have Thor. Uh -huh. You have fucking Black Widow. You got Stark. Yeah. And Hawkeye. Hawkeye, wherever the fuck he is, that's the original MCU crew. But so it's, it's like, there's one more guy that shocked the hell out of me. What's that? War Machine. Oh. How the fuck did Don Cheadle live through this movie? <laughs> that shocked me more than anything. I'm like, did Thanos just forget about him? Like, <laughs> Oh, you know who I, who I, who I was shocked to see, though? Who? Doctor Strange. 
Doctor Dr. Strange, I was shocked to see go. Now let's talk about Doctor Strange for a second. Yeah. Re remember that he said, and a lot of people are confused about this. Like, why did he give Thanos a time zone, a uh, time time stone? And like, if you paid attention to the movie, it made complete sense. Yes, he said on a spaceship, he was like, if you were in trouble or the kids in trouble, I don't care. I'm gonna put this time zone over you. But he also said he saw 14 million scenarios, but they lost every time except one. One. He gave yeah. him the stone because that was a scenario he saw where they won. Yeah. Or at least they this didn't get the completely wiped out, you know. Yeah, this is the only way. But the I only... thought he was gonna make I thought he was gonna make it. <laughs> right. You know, because they then, need because he was putting up a fight with Thanos. Because Star Lord went too, right? So, all the Guardians and, and, went except all the Guardians went except Rocket. Except Rocket. Yep, now, he's the only one left. We've, we've been discussing that the Guardians have pretty much replaced the Fantastic Four. Our, our, you know, in these mm -hmm. in these movies, right? They are the Fantastic Four's, you know, purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, we now we've established that Star Lord is part super planet or whatever the fuck. Right. Now you have him, you had Doctor Strange and Black Panther. They all went. I mean, wherever they went to, I don't know what they're if they're gonna put them somewhere. They're in some other negative zone type realm. But you think this is gonna lead to the Illuminati? Cause aren't they in the Illuminati? They are in the Illuminati. Okay, okay, okay. You got Doc Strange. Yep. Black Panther. Yep. Uh, who else did you say? You said uh. I, I said Star Lord, but he could be because Reed Richards was in the Illuminati. He's too and dumb to I... be and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but he's got that the superpower. He's part planet or whatever. Yeah, part planet. Yeah. Um. So. Eh. I guess yeah. It, it, well, who else is in it? Beast and well Stark, but Stark survived. Stark survived so, in it. So I, I think I think it's like what you said. They just wanted to just streamline it to just to be the regular Avengers. You know, plus some other dudes like Rocket. Because basically all the Guardians except Rocket and War Machine for some reason. Who else lived? I think it's just, I think that's it. The original Avengers and those two. Yeah. Which is like Okoye. Yeah. And like M'Baku was still alive, oh, right? Well, we don't know about M'Baku. I thought, I thought he was watching everybody fade. He didn't did he? Fade. I don't know if he did or not. Maybe he did and I Okoye lived because that's yeah. the shocking. I thought she was the one that was fading away. Yeah. And then I saw Black Panther like, oh, okay. And Shuri's still alive, right? They didn't show her, so we don't know. More than likely, probably so, but they didn't show her afterwards, so. Yeah. And so we don't know. Oh, uh, but if she is still alive, you, like I said, Vision is dead, but Vision's a robot. How many times has he been blown up in the comic books? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. So basically, some of these deaths, they can just write this shit off. Vision will be back. Gamora will be back. Yeah, yeah. Banner. Banner's still there. Yeah, Banner's Banner still there. there. Yeah, so he got to have his arc where Hulk is going to Hulk out at the last minute or some shit, you know. Uh, so I think Gamora yeah. is stuck in the Soul Stone. I think that's what happened. That's what I was wondering. Um yeah. Because I've been seeing all these theories people are having online. Oh, the Soul Stone is here, or, or the Soul Stone's in Tony's chest, or the Soul yeah. Stone's here, and like, and that's another thing. This movie reminded me of Last Jedi as far as it kind of threw away everybody's theories. Like, <laughs> right. Here's one <laughs> like, thing I've learned. Everyone about was thinking, yeah. yeah, everyone was thinking, oh, Cap is gonna die, Tony Stark's gonna die. No. <laughs> right. Even though they've already publicly said their schedule, you know, for Infinity. Infinity War 4 so why would they think yeah. they would die this movie when they already said they're going to be the next movie you know that's one thing I've learned about fan theories 99.9% .9 of them are not true fans have no idea what the fuck they're talking about in these movies yeah. like they're saying oh no but they didn't die they were in the soul stone no they're not they're dead <laughs> they'll find a way to figure but they're not going to be like oh they're in the soul stone they're trapped they're just going to free them no it's not going to be that simple but Gamora is matter of fact 
every time uh, Thanos steps in, little Gamora, I think that's what he was seeing. He was seeing Gamora, but the way he recognizes her. So yeah. I think that's her talking to him. So they're both in the story. And, and, and it's from the comics also. She was trapped in the soul world also. And like Adam Warlock got her out or something like that. Like Thanos killed her some shit. Whatever. You know. So that's straight from the comics too. So yeah. She'll, she'll be back. And she'll be in Guardians 3. So only deaths that are going to stick. That I know for sure is going to be Idris Elba and Tom Hiddleston. I hope. <laughs> because they have ran Loki into the ground in these movies. There's nothing else they can do with him. They yeah. went from taking him to actually a cool ass badass villain to like the cool guy, the anti hero in movie. Then I'm like, if you, if that's the route you're gonna go with Loki, just just get rid of him, just kill him, you know? Yeah. And I like how Thanos almost looked into the screen and said, "Oh, don't worry, no, he's dead this time. Trust me, he's dead." <laughs> 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 oh shit! Uh, damn, we ran through a lot of topics. Any anything else we gotta address with this movie or? Um, I'm trying to think. I think. I think we got it. I mean, shit. We, not much. I mean, shit. Else, I got really. I got nothing. Yeah, I, everything. I actually took notes in this movie this time. I mean, this review this time, and everything we talked about, I've hit. So, like I said, uh, I gave it a five out of five. Eli gave it a four out of five. So let's just say we gave it four point five out of five and call it a day. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we rated it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. It's 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 still. I mean, like I said, I'm a fan. You're a fan. Mm-hmm. You know. We, like we wouldn't be doing like, this podcast if we weren't fans, you know. Yeah, yeah, because because <laughs> I mean shit. I mean the the rise in the second rise in geek culture, yeah. I think, can be a credit because of the MCU. Right. You know? No. You know, because we had, you know, the early two thousands with the Spider Man movies and the X Men movies, and you kinda had a, a little blow up in comic book culture, you know, you had the heroes on TV and mm-hmm. you know, uh a, a little bit, but it kind of it kind of waned, you know, and then you had the Dark Knight movies and, you know, the MCU kind of reinvigorate. Now, geek culture is huge now. It's so in vogue right now. Everybody's you know? <laughs> doing it. You got girls yeah. that never... And the funny thing is you got people that are fans of these things that have never touched a comic. Yeah. And will yeah. never touch a comic, never plan to touch one, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's because of, you know, the Dark Knight and, and, uh, and the MCU, the first Iron Man movie, which led... Then after the Avengers, it blew up. I mean, you know, you had Walking Dead, you know, on TV. You got all these comic book shows on, on TV. Netflix and yeah, and it's just, it's just, I, 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 I'll fuck it. Give, got to give credit to the MCU, man. <laughs> they yeah. did something that hasn't been done before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like not even just comic wise, but just movie wise, we've never yeah. seen this before. That's why I give yeah. them credit and, for the fact they even pull this off, you know. Yeah, and this movie is is a total tribute to what they've done. Right, because the thing is, Infinity War, like like we just talked about, uh, comic like movie audience fans, they wouldn't have been ready for this movie back in 2013 or 2012 because it's too comic booky. You had yeah. to ease them into this, but they, you know, they've been planting the seeds, let you know, okay, this is where we're going with this. So when you're prepared for this, back in 2012, we barely were prepared for Avengers. And there's only six yeah. guys. You know, this is 20-something, yeah. 30-something, you know. So, yeah, yeah plot, plot Marvel. I'm going to go see the movie again. And I'm going to get a, probably a different perspective on it. And like I said, I, I looked at it this time. But every time I watch the movie a second time, I look for different things I didn't see again. So, And honestly, I couldn't even get into the movie because the movie was sold out, you know, everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, I had to wait until yeah. tomorrow to see it. So. 
And so, yeah, yeah. That being said, uh, like I said, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, if you got any questions, things about that, tag us in it, talk to us. Let's start a discussion because I know this will not be the last time we talk about Infinity War. I know that for a fact. You know, <laughs> this is going to be an ongoing discussion because more things are going to start popping up, popping up from there. Uh, that being said, if you if you like this podcast, you listen to it the whole way through, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely share it on your page. Definitely give us a review. We don't have any reviews and no shit like that. You know, we're clo- slowly coming to issue uh, review podcast episode 50 where we're going to do something special, but I don't know what it is. Also, uh, I want to dedicate this episode to Jackson's very own Lil Lonnie. Uh, he passed away yesterday. It's a tragic uh, event. Definitely look at him, look him on the news and find out more information about him, but I'm not going to get too deep into that. Like I said, we were talking about other stuff when we were having a good time. Um, Eli, anything else you got? I think we got it, man. I think we we started. We opened the floodgates on this movie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the whole podcast just went by <laughs> one thing, and that's it. So until next time, this is Leroy. This is Eli, and we will talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Rhythm, grace, and heaven now for one man. Oh. And then he had to know the quickle his left toe, but through his knee, got the feeling in his.